MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Back at it, and the NBA gets underway Tuesday. Jonathan Von Tobel did an excellent job with the pro basketball betting guide. Loved it. Preview every team. Strategy, advice, predictions, conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, player awards. He gave out a 65-to-1 shot in the guide, which I agree with. Five betting tips for beginning NBA bettors. Give yourself an edge this NBA season. Get the VEASAN NBA betting guide. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99. Get access to everything we do through the Super Bowl. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. VEASAN's own Mike Pritchard joins us now. Played nine years in the NFL. MVP of the championship team at Colorado. And we're talking uh, National Football League right now. So you played in the league. You're a locker room guy. You've seen it all, done it all. Can you believe Rivera answered the question about why you struggled so much this season to to throw Wentz under the bus? And can you just make everything okay with an apology? Can that linger? Oh, no. Oh, yes, it does. I I don't know if it's not only going to linger, Paulie. I mean, I think it's confirmation of what a lot of players probably in that locker room have thought about Ron Rivera, right? I mean, where's the accountability? Here's, before the season started, they fired their D-line coach. They have the most talent from, in terms of first-rounders yeah. uh, up front uh, with their front six, front seven, right? You think about all the first-rounders, but yet you're going to fire the D-line coach. I, I think in reality, you look at the commanders, Polly. Uh, the last two years, their defense is a bottom tier in terms of talent points allowed, uh, and it falls on Del Rio. But Del Rio and Rivera are buddies, uh, and as players in the locker room, you know that. And so... 
Yeah, that was um, uh, certainly a mistake by Coach Rivera to throw your quarterback under the bus that way. Uh, and and look, you won a division when a division stunk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you went seven and nine, and you won a division. Every other season has been a losing season. I, I don't know what credibility Ron Rivera has with his players right now. Wow. That that is that's strong stuff there. Would you? What do you think of in season firings? And could you? Would could they cut them loose if it's ugly tonight? Well, it's so dysfunctional. I I don't know who would fire him. Um, I mean, <laughs> you're throwing right. Uh, I mean, you're throwing your quarterback in the bus. So is that a shot at the GM or whoever is in, in the executive right now with that football? Team? And because uh, they brought over Carson Wentz. I mean, are you trying to say and suggest that you don't want Carson Wentz? I mean, there's so many things here uh, that Ron Rivera is separating. Typically, coaches are buttoned up, Holly. Mm -hmm. uh, at a press conference, they do not say stuff like that. They'll say stuff behind closed doors. Uh, they'll say stuff to us because we're men like that. We can handle it, if you think. But to the press, to where anybody can go any angle they want to with this uh, kind of reaction yeah. that Ron Rivera had, I mean, that's a misstep, yeah. uh, 100% right there. Okay, so you played nine years in the league, and you were a first-round pick, and it's great watching games with you because you'll, you'll, you're like Romo, but better. You'll tell you what's going to happen. Uh, mm -hmm. With the play by formation and what's going to transpire, what right. do you see? What do, what do you make of the Chicago offense so far? Well, you, you know, Chicago it's a work in progress, Paulie, because you have a new offensive coordinator trying to understand and learn their personnel. I mean, Justin Fields, we don't know what he does well yet. Uh, he hasn't had uh, accumulated enough football, enough games to really understand or comprehend what he does well. I mean, he guys, he has a big arm. He's very athletic. But sometimes he's accurate, sometimes he's not, right? And, and so he takes off and runs. He runs around the pocket. I mean, he's he's such a he's such an undisciplined player at that position right now. So uh, I'm seeing Chicago try to make it up as they go. Uh, I mean, they extend their running game with screen game, uh, which is fantastic. I, I think getting the ball to the perimeter to some players that are capable of running uh, against defensive backs that, that's something that I think they need to continue to do. But that's the creativity. That's that's the level of creativity that they have right now. They just don't have enough great weapons on the outside to be prolific. Uh, so they're going to have yep. to run the ball, pound the rock between the tackles, uh, and then be creative with the screen game. And that's that's all you see right now. It's so simplified uh, that it's easy to defend, but they're playing hard, though, at times. Do you have a pick on tonight's game or a pass? Uh, I'm passing, man. Okay. I mean, I, I think Washington, like I said, it, it, they're so dysfunctional out there. They've allowed 11 passing touchdowns. Pauly as a defense. Again, Del Rio, right? Um, but yep. that's more than Detroit. Detroit is the worst defense in the league, but yeah. yet they don't they haven't allowed eleven pass touchdowns. So uh, yeah, it's a pass for me because I, I think anything, everything can happen tonight. Okay, let's go to a game you do like. Uh you like the mm -hmm. Giants plus the points. By the way, a thirteen one and one underrun uh Giants home games. And and how yeah. are you concerned at all about the no buy coming back after London? You know, not not really. Uh, you got a team that's overachieved big time with the Giants. I mean, big time, right? Dable has got full buy-in from uh, a lot of players that's auditioning for him because they they like obviously they like the direction of where they're going. They like being coached by this guy. Uh, but I will say, Lamar Jackson is such a hard quarterback to prepare for. Yeah. But you got Wink Martindale. <laughs> I mean, sure. you got a guy who's seen this guy right for a number of years, and it, think about what the Giants want to do with with, uh, uh, with uh, Daniels. I mean, it, it's it, it's like they want to get to the six eligible two, kind of like what the Ravens are with with Lamar Jackson. And so, yes, Lamar Jackson's hard to prepare for, but I think 
from a plan standpoint, the Giants could have that in place. And the fact that they're overachieving uh, in the five and a half points at home, I mean, that's something that's very attractive. Okay. The So we, we started the interview with the Rivera comments. Mm-hmm. Yep. How about what happened Thursday night in Denver? Did you ever oh. sh- did you ever show up a quarterback? Did you ever <laughs> you know because you know, what Hamler did to Russ about taking his helmet off? I'm wide open. Yeah. He slams the helmet down and then puts him on right. Front Street after the game. I could have walked in. It appears the guys in the locker room don't respect Russ, but also you can t- elaborate on that and then also showing the guy up too if you ever did that. Yeah, you know, Paulie, that, that's the heat of the moment thing. I don't know if he intentionally tried to show him up. I mean, he took off his helmet in his frustration because they could have won the okay. game. Uh, I, I think everybody does that. Um, I, I've seen uh, coaches slam their headset, right? We've seen Belichick slam his headset down and uh, being frustrated. I mean, I, I think that's just part of, the, part of the game in terms of the emotion. Now, the comments after the game, I mean, he was truthful. Uh, and, and he's not saying anything differently than a coach would say in a meeting after we watched the tape. Uh, Russ... You should have shortened your drop. You should have recognized coverage before the play even started. And you should have worked the right side mm-hmm. of the field. He worked the left side of the field first, which he shouldn't have done. I mean, the look, the formation, everything that you've drawn up, everything that you worked on was to the right side. But I do want to go back to this, Paulie. Yeah. And I think this influence for us, that you go back to that Super Bowl against New England, it's the kind of the same play, the concept where you have the receiver coming underneath. Uh, and but yet Butler stepped inside and, and intercepted that ball. Yeah. I don't know if Russ had to recall at the moment or he just didn't like that. But Hamler should have been the guy early on. It just shorten up your drop, one step drop after you receive the snap, uh, and then throw the ball out to the to the side. It's like a slip screen uh, where you had the natural pick, and that's a walk in touchdown, and, and that's a win too. Follow the money, Visa, and the Sports Betting Network. Mike Pritchard, our guest. So this is like the young and the restless now. It's a soap opera. So the Monday <laughs> yeah, night game, all the issues with Wilson and Hackett doesn't know what he's doing. They go right. on the road to take on the Chargers. No home field advantage. There'll be plenty of Bronco fans there. But now yeah. you have the Chargers where you have Allen tweeting about what are we doing because he hated right. what Staley did. So right. I know you talked about this too uh, on Visa. What do you make of this and what do you think of the game Monday? Disconnect for players and coaches. I mean, we, we have these geniuses or supposed geniuses and 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 the coaching ranks now, and but yet they they seemingly are messing up things. Like, you know, I, I get it, math, uh, analytics, and everything. I understand that, and we want to embrace that a little bit more. But I will say this, Paulie, you know, in everyday life, how many times do we get irrational because we're emotional, right? We 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 would like to think that we, we could make sound decisions each and every day. Yeah. But we, we don't. Uh, we don't. We're under pressure all the time, and we don't make rational decisions. So to expect these geniuses, these textbook coaches, to make textbook calls out there when they're under duress, when they're under, uh, under fire, when, when they're stressed out, I mean, I, I, I think that's a, a losing proposition. Now, with more experience, like if you're a Belichick or if you're – somebody long-tenured uh, in a situation as a head coach, then, yeah, I, I think we should expect that coach to be great mm-hmm. in terms of decisions out there, especially when it comes to math. Uh, but I, I hear it say, okay, put the advisor up top. Those guys get emotional, too. I mean, think about <laughs> uh, Dorsey and how he lost yeah, yeah. in the booth, right? Uh-huh. So just from, from an analytical standpoint, we think we can make rash decisions each and every day. But I challenge people each and every day, are you rational all the time? or when emotion is involved, or if you're under stress, are you making a sound judgment out there? And so 
uh, as betters, we, we got to factor that in to these coaches that they're under a lot of stress and, and certainly got to make a decision uh, in a snap of a moment, uh, if you know what I mean. A minute left. What yeah. what would you do in Carolina? Would you tank? That's a long rebuild. Would you try to get one of these quarterbacks in the draft? What would you do if you're if you're Tepper and running Carolina? Yeah, they're closer to getting one of these quarterbacks than they are than trying to turn it around right now. Yes. I mean, who knows what direction they're going to go in? They got a new GM, and uh, obviously Matt Rule was the guy along with anybody he was associated with. So they're they're piecemealing it together. Um, yeah, I've, absolutely. I mean, without saying the word tank, you can't do that, of course, right? Uh, but there's no incentive to win. Now, can they cover some numbers? Uh, absolutely. Uh, there could be some spots right there. Be careful with that. But, no, I, I think um, Carolina's in start-over mode, let alone rebuild mode. Great to talk to you, Mike. Great to get the players' perspective. Good absolutely. job. We'll see you soon. You too, Paulie. Mike okay, Pritchard, take care, man. you got it. Every, every Thursday during the football season, and uh, there, there's a lot going on. The, the Rivera comments, the tweet by Allen, the issues with Russ – and the players and his teammates in Denver. What's going on with Hackett? A coach already fired. What does Carolina do? There's been a soap opera so far during the football season. I should have, I didn't have enough time. I should ask Mike. Mike was at the game when I got the uh, nine-yard carry. It, uh, it, sometimes it's 18, sometimes it's nine with the end around the arena game. When I got lit up and the mouthpiece went in the eighth row. But uh, I, I, he charged Adams with assault. The Kansas City police, I can't believe it. Win, lose, up next. Count them seven. Seven tickets cash plus 260 or better. We'll recap everything that happened last night in the world of sports. Follow the money. Visa and the Sports Betting Network. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, another fun night. Here we go again with the Dodgers. They win 111 games. Kershaw. Another bad performance. They lose. We have a series now in San Diego. Snell goes in game three. And it's supposed to be Anderson for the Dodgers. Who knows what's going to happen in game four. 5-3. Padres plus 165. Padres on the reverse run line 3-1. Padres to score first and win plus 260. Padres to score in the first inning 3-1. Eat it up. Big payouts last night. Can I give you a huge breakdown of what happened? There's a lot of numbers here. Right. The Ducks on the bond. But with the Dodgers alone last night, they hit three home runs. Yeah. They had 15-plus base runners. Had all nine starters reach base. Had eight-plus starters get a hit. Had a base runner in every inning. No other team in Major League Baseball history has done all of that in a game and only scored three runs regular season or postseason. Yeah. It was three solo shots, back-to-back-to-back innings given up by Darvish, and that was it. Yeah. Bases loaded, jam. They get out of it. Second and third, one out. They get out of it. You know, it's just a tough loss. Dodgers to score in the first inning, plus 215. Turner hit a home run, plus 550. Muncie, plus 360. Machado, 5-1. And Freeman, 5-1. The, the, well, they were going on at the same time because of the rain delay. Brave to score first and win, plus 260. First pitch, ball, plus 155. Missed this one from the other day. Will there be a triple in the Seattle-Houston game? Rodriguez had one. Yes, plus 370. Louisiana. How the hell did Marshall beat Notre Dame? There needs to be an investigation. They've been awful since. Louisiana plus 330. Outright. Forget about the 10 and a half points. I stopped watching that game. <laughs> wow, wasn't Marshall up big? 
No, no, no. Am I wrong on that? I thought they had like a... 10-3? Uh, uh, no, I don't okay. think so. No, no. Canadians, plus 210. Yeah, well, why? Why? What are you doing, Toronto? Why? You got rid of my guy, Jack Campbell. Matt Murray, how do you think this is going to go? They had 23 shots on goal. They got four past them. I mean, this... All these goalies that there were available, and, and that's what Toronto did. Champions League, Porto, plus 260. Atletico Madrid, draw, plus 350. Subscribe, be part of the team, VEASAN Pro, for our radio and podcast friends. As always, you don't see this every day. Take a look at this. Now you see the moose getting out of the lake, but he's chasing a bear. And that fella can move. He can scoot. And the moose, imagine the hot luckers there. Like, I, I don't sign up for, you know, you think you're going to see this every day. And, he, and the bear escapes and goes right back down. And he recovers again. And here comes the moose. And he runs away. And he gives up at the bear. It's honestly one of the best videos we've ever played. Like, how about that? A moose going after the bear for about 30 seconds. And he almost tracks him down. Incredible video. Mike Leach at it again. Asked, if a re- asked by a reporter about going to the hospital for the birth of a child. Quote, you never know when liftoff is on those things. I almost missed my son. He popped out real fast. Bring some food. Definitely bring some food. Could be a long day. Mike Leach. Then he was asked about weddings uh, on the field last week. He said it's terrible. Just a lope. <laughs> no, no, but don't go to weddings. Don't put your, your family and friend through that. Just right. a lope is what he said. Uh, okay, some loose. Some Marshall from eight up to ten and a half. No good. As Louisiana gets there. With the backup quarterback. Yeah, I looked at, this, at the score wrong last night of the game. Silly me. No problem. Uh, all right. We have an update. The fishermen caught cheating in Ohio at the tournament were charged. And here's the video. Look at this. There's a ruckus started and ensued. I'm surprised it wouldn't have a riot as the tournament director cut open the fish. He goes, why are your fish twice as heavy as these weigh in more than these other guys? It's not even close. And then their history and people thought about it. And he cut open the fish, and guess what they found? Eight 12-ounce lead weights, two two 8-ounce weights, and they have been charged with grand theft and other counts. The cheating allegations surfaced September 30th when Jason Fisher, (laughs) that's the name again, Jason Fisher, Bookman, became suspicious because their fish were significantly heavier heavier than the walleye that typically uh, are caught. And a crowd of people gathered around with the video, and uh, they were they won twenty eight thousand in prizes. And now they could be doing time. They should what be. Happened? Yeah. Well, God knows how many tournaments they've won and how long this has been going on. Again, Marcus Allen. If you're giving out money and you're keeping score, people are cheap. What a sick run we're on. Chess, poker story from the last week. Fishing. No one's safe. I brought this up the day after this happened on the show. The, the people here who did this, they're very lucky they never caught a, a huge beating, severe beating. Absolutely. That they could never recover from. Because I, I grew up in the Midwest. Warm rounders. I grew up exactly right. Cops. I grew up fishing. I still know people who get into fishing tournaments. They take it seriously. There's, there's no fooling around here. I'm surprised they didn't have tires slashed, uh, other stuff done to their cars. I'm, I'm not joking. Yep. Um, I can't believe yep. they got out of there alive. Yep. Yep. Well, I, 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 I can't believe this either. Devontae Adams was charged with uh, assault for shoving the guy after Monday night football. I can't believe it. Kansas City police charged him. Let me get this straight. So Stephen A. Smith is on last night on ESPN, and he said he was told Draymond Green knocked Poole out cold, that he knocked oh, him you, out. You can tell in the video it looked that, that yeah, way. Okay, no, okay, no, no fine, nothing. This guy gets charged with assault, and let me tell you something. As a former pro athlete oh, yeah, yeah. who's played uh, professional football, you... 
you, 20 yards of carry. You have quite the resume, yeah. You, you, you can't see. When I practiced for three days with the Arena Football League team here, that was the biggest. I go, my God, this is all you can see. And they told me, the GM at the time said, keep your head on a swivel because they put me on the special teams to start. But I got the ball in a game and an end around. Uh, but the guy hit me. He was, a, I think he was from the vat of the corner. My mouthpiece went in the eighth row. You were there. I never saw him coming. This is what he, Adam, I don't think Adam saw the guy. No, that was. If you see that footage, where, uh, the guy comes out and they're supposed to clear the tunnel. A uh, little shove, but I don't think Adam saw the guy because that's the, uh, you're, you're shocked. It's uh, unbelievable if you wear a helmet. That you can't see anything. Well, that was my that was my biggest takeaway when I first started playing football, and I had to put the pads on and the helmet at a very young age. I'm like, we're supposed to run around with this thing on our heads the entire time? Yeah, wow. absolutely. I couldn't believe it. A couple days of practice, you can't see anything. Bad beats. Ah, oh. Preston North End under two and a half, one nil, eighty second minute. They scored, mm. and then Bristol City scored in the ninetieth minute, two one final. On. I want to get a sick run here. We had 12 straight unders with Preston. Inter Milan plus 350. They led 3-1 in the 81st minute. That was a draw, 3-3. Seattle cracking 4-2 plus $1.10. They led 4-2 with 10 minutes left and got beat. And Vancouver plus the goal and a half led Edmonton 3-0. They lost 5-3. Edmonton scored with an empty net with 30 seconds left. Win some, lose some presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Or if your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. So Mike Pritchard was just on, and he says, I passed tonight. And there's nothing wrong with that. The book's got to put a number up. We don't have to bet it. So I wish I could be stronger on tonight's game. Uh, a lot of people are complaining about the matchup, but I don't, I don't have a strong opinion on the side or the total. And I, I think, it could, you know, again, I said no score first five and a half minutes, and I like fields over passing and rushing combined. Who knows what's going to go on with Washington and Wentz? You know, this is good. This is Wentz asked about the Rivera apology. Addressed it, handled it. Nothing for me that I'm overly concerned about. Coach is a very straightforward, upfront guy, and um, he addressed it in the team meeting, which I thought was really cool, um, and what he meant by it all. So uh, I feel very confident in that. Okay, so as Rivera said, we all have a bad day. I misspoke, and he owned it and said it in front of the team. So maybe it's just on about our business, and let's go out, or I'll try to stick it to him and show you that I – I am not the reason that we have a bad on a losing streak, and uh, we're not one and four. Or it also could linger. I mean, I just talked to a guy who played nine years in the league that could linger and maybe problems. And certainly, guys looking at him now about this isn't the guy, and they could quit on him. Who knows? Wentz, who is somehow six and zero in career on Thursday night, asked about Thursday night games. Physically, by far the hardest week of the season. I mean, it is not even close, in my opinion. Um, you wake up Monday morning, and you're like, "Holy crap, I got to play in three days," you know. And um, it's hard. It's hard on our bodies. It's hard on on those things. And anytime it's a head injury, especially, that's very concerning. But um, you know, this is our job. This is what we do, and uh, we find a way to get out there Thursday night and hopefully uh, deliver. And they're off a uh, tough defeat at home against Tennessee when they had first and goal. Wentz put up good numbers in that game. But, uh, again, they fell short. Time for the picks. Top horse racing plays. Express bet editor-in-chief Jeremy Plonk. We're going to Keeneland. In race 7, he likes the 8 at 4-1 to on the morning line. And in race 10, he likes the 2. Beverly Park on top at 9-2. to You can bet these races and more at first bet. VEASAN's preferred horse racing app. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up today for the app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10. Plus, get a 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. 
wagering at more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks, the First Bet app's easiest way to bet on your favorite sport, secure payments, great customer service, reliable website. Go to vcin.com slash horses for details on this exclusive offer for vcin fans, plus more top plays from vcin and handicappers from Express Bet. vcin.com slash horses. Again, he likes the eight in the seven race, and in race 10, he likes the two, both from Keeneland. Up next, in pocket. Try to make you some money coming up next. And we'll get to some crazy props on what's left in college football and some crazy props heading into this weekend in the NFL. Straight ahead, Visa, fall the money. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. All right, let's go. Mariners team total over 2.5 today. I'm confident they're going to get to Valdez, and I'm concerned with what happened last year in the playoffs and the September that he had. Guardians plus 120. I'm going to ride with Bieber. I don't know how long Nestor's going to go. Then again, uh, John Goulet, Rene Goulet came in here before. Doesn't look like the game's going to get played. Yeah. Doesn't look good that this game will be played. And then shame on baseball. If this game is rained out, then they're going to play four days in a row with travel in there, yeah, too. Yeah, the, the, this format, <laughs> it, it, they did not account for any weather, which is a wild of all the decisions I, I Rob Manfred made uh, made in his tenure as commissioner, this is right up there. Be plenty of games postponed or, or delay, yeah. of course. Great job by Von Tobel again with the guide, which pick it up and the season starts Tuesday. But you know, reading a lot of stuff in the guide and then listening to uh, several podcasts, I the Blazers are going to win forty games. The West is stacked. Now I know you have the San Antonio and Utah tanking business, and you're going to pick up a lot of wins there. But I, I don't see the Bla- the Blazers under 39 and a half wins. I love that bet. So that's the new place. Let's go to all the pending. And I I love this. I there's a lot of guys that you know they that in our magazine, uh, the guide rather, that think the Nuggets could be the one seed. I'm told. Listen, they won 48 games and didn't have Murray and Porter. They also added Pope as well. Everyone's forgetting how good Jamal Murray is. Right. Especially for a guy who came in and wasn't an on-the-ball guard and turned himself into a very good point guard. Also gets a ton of buckets for them. Will open up the floor for more things for Jokic. I agree with you. I think the Nuggets could be the one seed. They, he had nothing to work with. People forget what all him. The on-off numbers and what Joker had and how efficient they were in offense. He didn't have Murray in no, That's a good one. They're not going to win 51 games? I like that. Oklahoma State plus four. Love Gundy in this spot Saturday. Golden Knights under 97 points. Uh, they beat L.A. to start. Jets over five and a half wins, minus 150. How do you feel about that right feel now? Feel great. We're going to get there. Uh, not about this one. AFC no. South, Colts to win the division. Colts over nine and a half. Well, it's so oh, bad. It, no, you, you might be okay. Uh, it might be okay. That doesn't look good there. Uh, this one, the, 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 the wins is not, though. The Col- Colts over no, nine and a half. they're not going to win ten games. That's not happening either. Okay. Uh, Patriots under eight and a half wins. Bears under six and a half. Huge game there. Coming up tonight for that win total. Browns under eight and a half. Eagles over nine and a half. The adjusted price is 13 and a half. <laughs> I think now. you're okay. I got there. Patriots to make the playoffs. No minus 170. Eagles to win 10 games. 
Yes, minus 120. Wow. I can't believe last week I told Sal Pal that I have him 14 and three worst case, and he was surprised. You re- you went all in preseason Loved on the, the Eagles. Eagles, huh? Loved them. Even Big games like Sirianni, he's grown on me. But I didn't know he was this good of a coach because his press conferences are so weird. Right. They love him, too. Longest field goal under this year, 62 and a half yards. Ole Miss over seven and a half wins. Should be 6-0 and after Saturday. To win the Sun Belt, Troy, 14-1. to We're in business there. Air Force to win the Mountain West, 4-1. to uh, We're in trouble. Now, look at you now. What do you have, Dustin? All right, so this this is what's still alive for me. Believe me, there's plenty that are dead. But I'm sitting in a, in a good spot with a lot of these World Series teams. Uh, let's go Braves in season when they started to creep back in as a Mets fan I had to do the emotional hedge in case the Mets did blow it and the Braves went on and made a deep run like I kind of knew they would do because I am a Mets fan and I know what they've done to my entire entire existence on this planet so I took them at 13 to 1 preseason Padres at 14 to 1 during the year I, I could have gotten a better number just because things got so down for them but I left it alone and uh, they, they beat my Mets so it worked out for me uh, Phillies twenty-five to one. Unbelievable! You're gonna great chance you have a team in the World Series. And then, yeah, well, when Girardi got fired, though, yeah, I was like, oh no, the ticket's dead. <laughs> it's over. Yeah, they they played well. Yeah, then they didn't play well. Then Thompson figured it out, and and I, I need those bats to wake up against Atlanta, though. But I'm I'm, I'm okay either way. And then the the Mariners were the very first bet I placed for this season. Mariners forty to one to win the World Series. I loved their offseason. And they've been awesome. And really, the guy that I thought that was going to be an MVP candidate has done nothing for them, Jesse Winker. He was kind of the linchpin I thought that was going to help take them over the top. He's been useless. And then the Guardians. Look, the if wow. you, every year there is a team that makes the baseball postseason simply on pitching. Because you, you can't predict hitting. You can't predict if you have good pitching. And I just thought they had a ton of arms. They had an elite bullpen. And sitting there at 90 to 1, I would love for them to somehow move on past the Yankees here. And then you had to uh, be pissed after game one with Seattle. I mean, man. Well, because they could definitely beat the Yankees if they get there. I was already, I was like, wait, how much does this ticket pay? What can I do with the money? Like, the money was already moving around. And then uh, my best Heisman bet right now before the season started Stetson Bennett, 100 to 1. It looked really good the first couple weeks, but I, I. I need him to, to start finding the end zone a little bit more. Maybe That's run awesome. the ball in a few times. There you go. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern. BetRivers.com. Good job, guys. Are you surprised Stroud's only $1.30? I mean, mm. he's going he's gonna to put up monster numbers in every game. Yeah, but... And even if they lose, I, I, can't, I can't get there with Young with the injury. No. I'm not there with Martinez because it's going to be the record. And it's, it's as... USC, you have Williams, and then um, who am I missing? The the field's as small oh, as it's ever Hooker. been. Well, yeah, Hooker. Hooker could shock. Well, that's a big game set. Th- this week could could really right. swing things for him. And th- yeah. that just goes to show you how good of a coach Josh Heupel is. Yeah. Like, Hooker at Virginia Tech, I don't even remember what he did at Virginia yeah. Tech. And now at, yeah. at Tennessee, all of a sudden he's a Heisman candidate? Yeah. And th- that leads sure. you to believe if you're a Tennessee fan – that, that the Vols, every single year, if they can keep Josh Heupel, by the way, uh, that they will be contenders because he can just figure it out offensively with anyone. Okay, I'm back to normal. Uh, this is Dustin, our producer. I didn't intro him when I sat <laughs> down. Uh, Mitch, uh, Mitch got some bad news during the show, so I uh, feel bad for Mitch. And uh, the mo- moment got me there, too, as well, which was something we talked about on the show a couple weeks ago. Um, I don't remember what I said for about a three-minute stretch, which uh, could get you fired. Uh, I did the show drunk once. I think you said you were going to give me a bunch of money to bet with. (laughs) 
free play. So what is this? No. So what is this now? They were looking at the because I mentioned the, I was on the local news when I played in the Arena Football yeah. League game. I also was on the local news because I played a WNBA girl in one on one. Now I didn't I didn't set the rules or anything. We played the twenty one and it was make it take it. How, so how did that come about? Were you we just, were supposed to play trash. We were supposed to play the local college team in five on five. Okay. None of us would play a day of we're organized basketball. UNLV? Yes. And we were confident we were going to win. Who was the but coach then, at the time? But the girl, the, they, we couldn't work it out, and the coach said no. And then they came up with this idea, why don't you play the WNBA professional one-on-one? And I, I just, you know, it's one thing ago, I was I go for a jog and did some cardio, but basketball shape. Okay. I, it was. Oh, we have footage. Here it is. There I am. I have the rock. I'm up top. Okay, try to. Okay, here comes the hook. Well, she didn't have here size on the, you. The hook. Uh, Brick City. No, she. I got a couple inches on her. Okay. Uh, Chuck and Duck heave and leave. Get in there. Uh, bad shot. Right. Here's the thing, though. The defense. W- Matador. W- women's basketball. Fundamentals off the charts. Oh yeah, she she's, not gonna, face she's, not, she's gonna not gonna miss. She's not gonna miss that. She's not missing that. I got a hand in the face too. Look at the defense. <laughs> the Look at. Now she can go around me. I got a hand up. Oh Nails man. It. So it was. It was eleven seven. And then the cardio became a problem. <laughs> oh, well. She beat me like 21-11. But that goes, I didn't make, who played? No, I thought it wasn't make it, take it. I thought it was make it, take it. Look at this. From oh, you're just heaving. That went in. Did it? No, it didn't. No. Okay, <laughs> I lost 21-11. What did she do here? That was, uh, did, did she just beat you off the dribble I at think some she point? Go- oh, yeah. Oh, there, there she goes left. No. Lefty oh, layup. No, anyways, I was on the news and that uh, a good crowd came out. I <laughs> got that. I can't believe you guys searched it. I also was choked out by a UFC fighter. Phil Baroni, the New York badass. I tapped like 20 times. There's video of this, too, and he wouldn't let go. Maybe I was did, seeing stars. Did you do something leading into it that made him not want to just give in right away? Uh, he, well, he's a prickly pair. The guy's not right. He's not right in the Th- This is a question from, a the, bad from, move by me. from, from the, the TV show Entourage. I think it was Klitschko at the time. But <laughs> how yeah. much to take a shot in the face with the boxing glove from Mike Tyson? How much money would it take? You see how the shape he's in? Well, guy's he's ripped. Yeah. He's completely tur- turned his life around. He used to be a fat boy. Yeah, he, uh, he, was, he had back, he had man boobs, back fat, everything. Guy was. Take, how much to take a shot in the face? 5,000. That's it? He could kill you. You got your, the glove your, on. Your life is worth 5,000. The glove on. Yeah, you're not going to kill me. <laughs> glove on? He knows me. I've interviewed him several <laughs> times. He'd be nice on me. I, I think that's too low. You got to go more. There, 100000 there, There's a lot of risk to be taken there. Yeah. <laughs> He's got it. Is it like Draymond Green? Does he get a running start? Well, that's a clean shot. Is it a jab? Whatever he wants. Can he go left? Whatever he oh, wants. Oh, no, it's not. Okay. Yeah. I think he just about come it. up, pop. Yeah. I know. Some of the things you think about. I don't know. <laughs> that's uh, that's a tough call. Look at you. Between this and the Goldschmidt, you're cooking. You yeah. got a shot here. Yeah, the Gold, I have Goldschmidt MVP 75 to 1, and I kind of hedged on everyone behind him. So basically, if so, well, everyone except Arenado. If someone else gets it other than Goldschmidt, I should be okay. One of the greatest turnarounds in the history of sports and athlete, Tyson. The lovable character yeah, now. Yeah, oh, t- oh, totally different. What he was like. Yeah, personality's not even the same uh, guy. Hall of Famer Paul Charchi it up next. Rapid fire with fantasy coming up. Oh, no, she goes right around me again. And, <laughs> oh, boy. v and the Sports Betting Network.
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Here comes the NBA. A lot of love for the Clippers. They're on a cover of our betting guide. 
What happens with the Suns? Do they take a step back? Great job by Jonathan Von Tobel. Strategy, advice, plenty of predictions. I love the uh, all the predictions on player awards. And he gave out a 65-1 to shot, which I like. Win totals, five betting tips for beginning NBA bettors. Give yourself an edge this season. Get the VEASAN NBA betting guide. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for $99. Get access to everything we do through the Super Bowl. Sign up today, please. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Here it is. Paul Charchi in time. Fantasy. GuillotineLeagues.com. Uh, all right. What Your thoughts on this game? And it's it's a tough, tough handicap. I think it's also tough for props. But you have uh, plenty of things that you like. Number one, we have to start here. How good is this Robinson story? Imagine if the kid can get in the end zone today after the after being shot. And, and I think it happens here. I mean, how anxious was Ron Rivera to get Antonio Gibson off the field? <laughs> Robinson's first game available for multiple shootings. And Antonio Gibson got three carries and is now doing special teams. That's it. I mean, metaphorically, Ron Rivera is Devontae Adams. And Antonio Gibson's career is the photographer. <laughs> if, yeah. The opponent is Chicago. He's allowed, they've allowed a running back to surpass 80 rushing yards in four straight games. They've given up five total scores to running backs in those four games. So they're averaging over a touchdown per game to opposing running backs. And the lead pay, backs in particular are getting paid against Chicago. Your lead back is Brian Robinson. It couldn't have been made more clear to us in his first game back. Yeah. Robinson's any time touchdown right now is sitting at a very healthy plus 235, Paulie. That feels like an awfully good opportunity against the team that just got run over by Dalvin Cook, gave up a couple of touchdowns to him. I think this is a nice opportunity for the great story. Yeah. And I think that does factor into things. Absolutely. The great story that is Brian Robinson. I like that. Now what do you want to do with Montgomery, who uh, played well against the Vikings? The Bears look good on offense in the second half against the Vikings, but what do you think of Montgomery props? 18, uh, 19 unanswered points by the Bears to rally and almost beat the Vikings in their own stadium. It was a it was a remarkable performance and the best the best game by in Justin Fields' career by a long shot. Dave yep. Montgomery also reasserted himself as the dominating back there. You know, Khalil Herbert had had, had looked good enough that we thought Khalil Herbert might eat into his work. Didn't really at all. Now Washington is a very good run defense. Over the last thirty games, thirty. Only two runners have topped the meager milestone of 71 yards. Um, Chicago's lousy offensive line has Montgomery ranked 45th in yards before contact. That means he's getting hit at and behind the line of scrimmage all the time. The Commanders are a top five tackling defense by pro football focus. So they're going to get through the line. They're going to make their tackles. I see a lot of short runs coming for Montgomery. His line is 63 and a half, Pauly, uh-huh. rushing yards. We're going to take the under there. And then in what I believe is the most broken line we're going to talk about today, the receiving yard angle is only 14 and a half for Montgomery. Montgomery is a very qualified receiver, very good receiver. In yeah. five games, five different runners have gone over 14 and a half receiving yards against Washington. Most of them have gone over 30 yards against Washington. They can double up that line. Montgomery needs basically one catch to get to 14 and a half receiving yards. He's going to make that in the first half. This is, to me, the most broken prop bet I've seen in tonight's game. Yeah. Montgomery over 14 and a half receiving yards. All right, excellent. Anytime touchdown, uh, Robinson. Montgomery under rushing, over receiving. How about the quarterbacks? I, I gave, Earlier, I like uh, I, I said I like fields over passing combined with rushing yards. Where are you at with both quarterbacks tonight? 
Um, I like uh, I like Fields here, and I'm with you on this. Most of, a lot of it's the eye test, right? He just he looked like for the first time in his career, I saw a quarterback who looked poised last week, and you know maybe that's too small a sample size, or maybe this is the beginning of so momentum for Justin Fields and a new coaching staff. So it's a lackluster Washington pass defense that's going to be able to help him out here. Uh, despite facing a bunch of third-tier passers, really, the commanders have allowed the third most passing touchdowns, 11 of them already. Washington ranks 21st by pro football focus in both pass coverage and pass rush. So I don't think they're going to get to fields very much. Commanders have allowed, as I mentioned, the third most passing touchdowns in fields. The over-under on passing touchdowns for fields is half a touchdown. I just need one. That, I'm taking the over on half a touchdown for field. Okay. Well, how about Wentz? His own coach calls him out. Says he's the reason we're one and four. Dude, you won't. Increasingly, the reason they're one and four is because of their coach. I mean, right. Ron Rivera is over his head. And I hate, why does everybody always blame Carson Wentz for everything? The Colts did it when they kicked him out the door. And now look <laughs> at where the Colts are today, by yeah. the way, without Carson Wentz. Yeah. They're worse yeah. than they were with Carson Wentz. Now, here's Wentz. He rolls into this game. He's got the fifth most passing yards, the fifth most passing touchdowns, and his coach is more busy saving his own ass than acknowledging that Carson Wentz is the most pressured quarterback in the NFL. 84 pressured plays already this year. That is absurd. But here's the good news for tonight. Chicago generates the fourth fewest quarterback pressures. They rank dead last in pass rush by pro football focus. Carson Wentz is going to have more time in the pocket than he has had in the past, which is great. Chicago does get one of their their better cornerbacks back, Jalen Johnson, but their other two cornerbacks, Kendall Vildor and Kyler Gordon, are awful, Polly. Gordon's allowed the most passing yards in the NFL. No player's allowed more passing yards than Kyler Gordon working the slot. So, roll all that together. Carson Wentz, the line is 218 passing yards. Chicago has allowed over 218 passing yards to every quarterback to play a full game that was not in a monsoon. Great breakdown, my friend. Excellent. Follow the money. Visa and the Esports Buddy Network. Paul Charchi and our guest, Fantasy Hall of Famer, guillotineleagues.com. Let's go to Sunday. But Vikings are favored by three points in Miami. What do you yes. think of Miami from a fantasy standpoint, and who's going to be healthy for the Dolphins? Yeah, it's a, they got a real problem with an injury report that's got 14 players on it right now, and we're not even entirely clear for sure who's going to be the starting quarterback, but by all indications, it appears that it's going to be a Skylar Thompson start. He's a rookie seventh-rounder, got thrust into the game last week when Teddy Bridgewater got knocked out. Now, Bridgewater was was effectively, in the old protocol, protocols, he was cleared, would have been playing and come back into last week's game, but the way the new protocols work, it's likely Teddy Bridgewater does not play in this one. Skylar Thompson's hurt. So's Tyreek Hill. This offense is in pretty bad shape. One possible angle, Raheem Mostert's taken over the lead running back in Miami very quietly. Chase Edmonds is barely getting any run anymore. He's down to 10 snaps last week. And Mostert's an explosive runner. In only 57 rushing attempts, he's already had six carries of 20 or more yards, which is great. Um, Vikings are middle-of-the-pack run defense. If you want to try an angle, you could try Raheem Mostert in this game. But I think overall, the Vikings should be should be able to cruise to a victory here in this game against a yeah. first-start rookie quarterback taken in the seventh round. But we said that about Cooper Rush last year, and the Vikings would belly up in their own stadium. So who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, Not the, that I'm bitter. Yeah. Well, the Jets certainly had no problems moving it on Miami either last week, too. So the Vikings should be able to move the ball. What do you expect out of Walker now that Penny's out? 
Yeah, uh, Kenneth Walker is sitting on a gigantic rest of season. I don't think I don't think, I don't think most fantasy owners don't understand how good this this guy's going to be rest of the way. I think a better runner than Rashad Penny and certainly more durable than Penny is. And Travis Homer also out. So Walker's going to get a bunch of work beginning in this game. Now, the opponent's the Cardinals. And the fascinating part of this is Seattle runs the ball the fifth fewest times. The Cardinals see the league's fewest rushes, just 17 per game. In part because their pass defense poly is so bad, nobody bothers to run against the Cardinals. You can just pass at will. But I think Walker's so good. I still am tempted. Even if it is just 17-ish rushes, that should be enough for Walker to put in a a fairly good game here. He's a special player, capable of breaking long runs. We saw one of them last week when when he got thrust into the starting role here. Arizona's not a great run defense. It's a good opportunity for Kenneth Walker both in this game and long term. What do you want to do? Is Danny Jones, is Danny Dimes startable? You know, I think he is startable. How about this? Yeah, wow. I'm going to give you the total list. I'm going to give you the total list of quarterbacks with more rushing yards than Daniel Jones. Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts. That is it. Wow. Daniel Jones, 46 rushing yards per game. Brian Dable is doing for him what he did with Josh Allen, which is, you know, I've got this mobile quarterback who can break defenses down with his legs, and he's actually letting him do it, which is great. Daniel Jones is fantasy football's 14th highest scoring fantasy quarterback, throwing passes to David Sills and Richie James. I mean, it's the worst set of starting receivers in the league by yep, a mile. Yep. And if they, you know, if they get some players back, uh, it'll certainly help that 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 receiving uh, that receiving group. It's Baltimore this week. Um, they've returned to health, and they've become a much better unit the last couple of weeks, holding down Josh Allen and, and Joe Burrow. But this is still a good opportunity for a rushing threat. Ravens have given up quarterback rushing touchdowns in three straight games, Paulie. Quarterback rushing touchdowns in three straight games. I like the opportunity for Daniel Jones to get a rushing touchdown in this one. I could not find that as a betting line. I couldn't find an anytime touchdown. We'll have it. We'll have it. Somebody will have it. That's a nice opportunity for Daniel. Thanks, my friend. Good job. Thank you. Talk to you later. Paul Charchian, guillotineleagues.com. Dean Blandino, Chuck Edel, Adam Chernoff tomorrow. Good luck out there. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Get more from Beeson. Sign up. Get more from Beeson. Sign up. Get more from Beeson. Sign up. Get more from Beeson. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. 
And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.